Welcome to Gene and Mike do the New York Times crossword. Hi, I'm Gene. And I'm Mike. And today we are doing the crossword for Saturday, October 14th, 2023. Did you do the crossword? I did do the crossword. And what grade would you give it? <laughs> grade? Yes. A through F. It, it's been a long time since I've graded anything. Okay. Um, but I would say maybe A minus. Whoa. I was going to give it an A plus. Why, where did it lose points? <laughs> um, well, I just thought the theme was a little a little obscure there, right? Oh. In fact, I couldn't even figure out the theme. I had to read wordplay to figure out what the theme actually was. Oh. And and since it was a uh, a Saturday, I wasn't even expecting a theme. So. No. <laughs> so, anyway, but it turned out to be a good theme. It's just I, I, I think a lot of people may be... It, just would have passed them by because it was pretty obscure. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, would you like to talk about the theme, or would you like me to talk about the theme? Well, why don't you? Since you since you gave it an A plus, you probably okay. have a better better uh, perspective on it. Right. Well, I I didn't realize that there was a theme until I got to the revealer. Um, the revealer was sixty across, part of the George W. Bush era, or a hint to part of several other uh, answers. And the answers uh, that um, these were parts of, 18 across almond confections was marzipans. Mm -hmm. uh, 26 across fried turnovers from southern Italy were panzerotti. Mm -hmm. The Champagne region was eastern Illinois, which I loved as a clue. Yeah, that was a good clue. <laughs> and um, 46 across, Oscar winner for The Accidental Tourist was Gina Davis. Mm -hmm. And it was just lucky that I got that. The revealer, 60 across, was mid-aughts, A-U-G-H-T-S. And so that was referring to, what, the 2000s? Sometime the early, in the 2000s. Yeah, uh -huh, or the middle 2000s. That's when Bush was president. Right. And, of course, the aughts are referring to zeros. Mm -hmm. And if you look back at those four answers, you will see that a synonym for zero was embedded in each one of them. Right. So marzipans had zip, panzerotti had zero, eastern Illinois had nil, and uh, um, sorry, I was I was uh, hesitating there as I was trying to parse this correctly. Gina Davis has nada, mm -hmm. and right. and so um, that was a, a gentle theme. But you know what? It was absolutely essential for me because I did not know twenty six across the fried turnovers from southern Italy, and I, uh, that Z from, from the zero of Panzerotti came from 27 down, minor blemish. And at first I had knit, oh. and I thought, <laughs> I, I thought knit was sort of more of a complaint, but, right. <laughs> uh, well, actually, my first thought was mar, M-A-R, but that wasn't even close. And then I thought, perhaps it's a pit. If you have like a little dent, maybe you consider it a pit. And then I thought about a zit, but I wasn't sure. So I had like several possibilities. And, but when I realized that um, I had enough letters there to realize, oh, it could be zero. And so, in fact, in fact, I was also having trouble with 20 down, poetic contraction, ear and, or air, however that's pronounced, E-E-R, because it's ever, right? Mm -hmm. And so... Um, I wasn't sure about that one, but then I realized it could be it could be zero, and I had all the rest of them, and just like well, what's going in this one, 
And on this, on the basis of that letter E, I hung a zero about it, <laughs> and and that was that was a good thing. Oh, so yeah. that was the theme. Yes. Uh-huh. Well, I I had you know pretty much solved all of the theme clues before I got to the mid aughts, but the mid aughts that took me a long time because you know it was like part of the George. W. Bush era. Mm-hmm. What what could that be? I mean, do they? I'm like, do they parse presidential errors into into categories or something? It just turned out to be a reference to the years of his era. Yes. And so, yeah, but that one that took me a long time. Right. <laughs> but, well, this is another one of those crosswords where I eventually went and turned off the timer just because it would be better on my ego. Oh. <laughs> um. Let's see. I'm trying to think what else. I mean, there were great clues throughout this crossword. Oh, yeah. Uh, one across, residence for a parson. So I, in desperation, wrote down Abbey, even though I had a feeling that wasn't right. That would be for an abbot. Right. Um, it turned out to be Mance. Mance, yes. And I had trouble getting that because one down, one down <laughs> did me in right at the beginning. Blush, example. So I thought, well, it... You know, the obvious answer is <clears throat> it's makeup. But then I thought, oh, it, it's, it, you know, I had, what, six letters. So I thought, well, it can't be wine because you have blush wine. So I thought, I bet it's referring to a color. So I put pastel in there thinking, oh, how clever I am. <laughs> it turned out to be makeup. Yes. <laughs> the obvious answer, makeup. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, anyway, but that... That took me a while to let go of and then to try to parse out the rest of the words in that area. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I, I had a little difficulty there. Uh, one Right under Mance was 14 across single source, question mark, and that was album. Album, yes. That when was... I got that, that solved a whole lot of it. Yes. <laughs> and the one beneath it, 17 across, animal with fused toes on each hind paw, used for grooming its coat. Mm-hmm. So I generally don't sort of keep track of animals with any um, degree of, of in any detail. And so I'm like, okay, maybe it's a llama. Because it was ending in A. It was ending in A, and that was the only animal I could think of off the top of my head. Oh. So, uh, But it turned out to be koala. Mm-hmm. So it turns out there are at least two animals that end in an A. Yes. Probably <laughs> probably at least three. Uh, let's see, Ardvarkia? No, that doesn't make any sense. Um, also in that corner, four down, the fascinating uh, recipient of the first Vulcan nerve pinch on the original Star Trek, Sulu. Yes. I have to go back and watch that. Do you do you remember that? No. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, there weren't that many episodes in the original series, right? But it was quite a while ago and when he, I saw it. And he, he and he and he took on Sulu. Mm-hmm. I find that I do f- kind of remember. Wasn't there one? Um, wasn't there one episode where Sulu, Sulu, you know, there was something happening in the ship, and people were starting to like live out their fantasies, and he was sort of thinking he was a ninja or something. Oh. And, so maybe maybe that was the episode. Ah. I I just remember there was kind of that episode where people started acting sort of crazy, and I remember he was thinking himself hmm. like a, a Bruce Lee type or something, you know, somebody who was just really good at martial arts. Right, and, and there was no stereotyping there at all, none <laughs> at all. Oh. Um, let's see. Um, Five down, professional concern with search engine optimization. 
It was an e-marketer. Mm-hmm. I eventually got that. Mm-hmm. Uh, 15 across checks or balances say. So, you know, yeah, I think about checks and balances mm-hmm. being nouns. And so I was sort of in a noun mood, but it turns out it was regulates. Right. right. Um, and, oh, actually, let's go back to two down. Uh, two down. 1972 Gilbert O'Sullivan hit with the lyric left standing in the lurch at a church. So I looked at Gilbert O'Sullivan and I thought, wait, how could he possibly still be alive in 1972? And I realized I was thinking about two people, Gilbert and Sullivan. (laughs) And so I'm assuming that Gilbert O'Sullivan was cleverly named after Gilbert and Sullivan. Perhaps. I mean, I'm I'm just sort of of a stab in the dark there. But anyways, it was Gilbert O'Sullivan who wrote Alone Again. That's right. That was like... His biggest hit, I remember that, mm. that very well. But uh, but then, you know, I thought, because I had put pastel in one down, I thought, well, it can't be that. It just won't fit in. It must have been some other hit he had that I don't remember. Mm-hmm. But it turned out to be Alone Again. But actually, Alone Again, naturally. Was was naturally well, a part of it? I don't know. Maybe that wasn't part of the uh, title, but that was always the yes. sort of the catchphrase. Alone, alone again, again, naturally. naturally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, that N ran into forty four across, and this is where I made my my big mistake. Home to Mayor Fiorello Laguardia's Laguardia's Talk to the People program, and I was thinking it was like K N Y C. Now, some radio stations start... Yeah, that's what... Oh, KNYC. Yeah, I started with a K there, too. Right. And, and you know, because I'm so used to airports, every airport um, in the United States of any size starts with the letter K. Listeners, in case you didn't know that, I'm sure it's one of those things you try and keep track of. Um, anyway, the um, so I had for 38 down gag, which was in square brackets, which means you're supposed to write sort of a sound representation of it. Mm-hmm. I had ook, E-W-K, or yuk. However, that's pronounced. Yuck! I had yuck for a while. Y U K, like. Oh, yuck. that's good. Oh, yuck. So. But it but it turns out to be U W W. Right. And it was W N Y C. And I was going mm-hmm. crazy because I was looking all over the place, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I was so sure about Panzerati. It's like it's got to be. You have to have that zero, you know, because that was one of the ones that I was unsure about. Right. Um, and there might have been. Uh, let's see. I was a little bit worried about 56 down. One time, Labor and Transportation Secretary Elaine, Elaine Cho, C-H-A-O. Right. And I'm like, but but it ran into 63 across um, slangy treatment for a disturbing visual, eye bleach. Right. And it's just like, I was temporarily... Just for just for for a couple of seconds of insanity, t- trying to figure out perhaps I could spell bleach other than B L E A C H, because <laughs> I was just like, there's got to be something. Something's got to give here. Why um, you didn't like Chow? I wasn't. I I was just. I was actually the only thing I was thinking was I I I just I put in a B L E E C H just to see how it would look. <laughs> And then, and then you get chill. Then, then if you then if you took out the the a entire the a or the e entirely, you just have bleh. And that's how I black. felt about black. That's how I felt about spelling bleach without an a. So, um, but then finally, I'm like K N Y C. So I just went through the alphabet 
I don't know why I did that, but I went through the alphabet on, at 44, at the intersection of 38 down and 44 across, and I got to the W, and I'm like, oh, that's right, it's a radio station. Um, mm-hmm. Right. Again, I'm sort of obsessed with, with airports there. <laughs> uh, did you know 21 across? Chain with a mansard roof in its logo, Pizza, Pizza Hut? Pizza Hut, yes, I did. I did know that. See, I that w- really helped in that area too. Mm-hmm. Those two Z's. So. I was impeded by my lack of knowledge of the meaning of the phrase mansard roof. A mansard roof is flat on the bottom, and then the um, the the roof line comes over the edges of the top floor. Okay, like a Pizza Hut. Not not so much new Pizza Huts, but the old Pizza Huts we grew up with. Mm-hmm. You know, they always had like a flat roof. And and McDonald's the same way. It had a flat roof and then, you know, kind of brought the shingles down over the side, although they weren't real shingles. But but that's a mansard roof. They're, they're not concerned about, like, snow coverage? Well, they did it because uh, it, it originated in France. And at the time, houses were taxed by how tall they were. And so if they had a mansard roof that where the roof line kind of came over the top floor, they'd say, well, no, that's just the roof. It's not really another floor, but it really was. <laughs> so, hmm. no, at least that—that's the story I've been told. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, that was very clever. Uh-huh. But yeah, there's a lot of mansard roofs in France. Mm-hmm. Sort of originated there. So. Uh, a couple of other points. Uh, three down, I found very difficult. Boston in the '60s or Chicago in the '90s, e.g. Right. And there, there, there were some rock bands yes, last century <laughs> boston and chicago yes. but i'm like i think boston was was after the seven, oh, 60s yeah. i think it was like in the 80s yeah, and was. chicago i wasn't sure when they were and that could have been the 90s 70s and 80s so uh so it's like i think they got the eras swapped <laughs> and then and and I had NB, at some point I had NBA, and I'm like, well, this can't be right. I, and then I had NBAD, because I had a, 16, a 19 across last was Endure. It's like, NBAD? Um, you know, wh- l- like, do they have a lot of crime? They're really an NBAD city? Um, <laughs> anyways, it turned out to be NBA Dynasty. Right. Right. And I'm like, oh, that was that was a good clue. That was very clever. And, and you know, <laughs> we were living in Illinois in the 90s, and I remember the Chicago Bulls and all their yes. great players, Michael but, Jordan and Scottie Pippen. And and the guy who's the this might be the same person, Scottie Pippen, the guy who's like the liaison with North Korea. No, that's Dennis Rodman. Dennis Rodman. Yeah, okay. he was on the team too. So, mm-hmm. boy, you don't hear a lot from him lately. No. <laughs> be a good thing <laughs> um but again getting back to that champagne region eastern illinois that was clever that although, was although i put i put central Illinois yes, exactly. because i always thought it was in central illinois i mean it's just down the road i wanted to I, I wanted to check a map <laughs> uh-huh. I, I really did it want to it is kind of toward the east but but you know i still considered it kind of centrally located <laughs> right well i still think we're in northeast wisconsin no matter what anyone says we're not in central wisconsin <laughs> Um, all right. Well, I think that is probably it for today. Okay. Except for the fact that it is Saturday, which means it's time for Jam Katwa, the Gene and Mike Crossword of the Week Award. Yes. And for this week, uh, we have selected Tuesday as the Crossword of the Week. Yes. And this was by Nate Carden. Mm-hmm. And 
it was great because it had a an interesting theme. Uh, the revealer was 70 across, affectionate sign-off, and or a pattern hinting at the starts of the answers to the themed clues. And the, uh, the revealer was XOXO. And throughout the grid, there were numerous answers that had that pattern with O in the second and fourth position of the word. So 20 across was go-go dancers. 30 across was the 2019 uh, Taika Waititi film about a boy with an animal nickname, Jojo Rabbit. We also had the um, the uh, 29 down, the Olympian who competed as both a hurdler and a bobsledder. Not at the same time, by the way. And that was Lolo Jones. Yep. And then finally, the, the intriguing uh, 54 across hit 1925 musical that inspired the sequel, Yes, Yes, Yvette. That was No, No, Nanette. That's right. So just a fun... We also had Yo-Yo Tricks and... Dodo birds. Yes. In there too, yep. Well. There, there were lot. There were lots of. Uh, XO, it was amazing patterns. how many how many different faces do have that pattern. Mm-hmm. So, so anyway, good job, Nate. Yes. And uh, as the winner of our jam katwa, uh, you are entitled to some fabulous swag. And so, <laughs> if you are so interested, drop us a line, crossword podcast at iCloud.com, and we will have that swag. Winding its way towards you in no time. That's right. A reminder, there's just one day left to get your entry in for the Triplet Tuesday contest. So if you haven't if you haven't done that already, listen to last Tuesday's episode and then act accordingly. Right. That is it for today. Feedback always uh, always appreciated. Crossword podcast at iCloud.com. And we will see all of you again tomorrow. Bye-bye.